0: On this episode of S&C Critical Insights, Mark Trevino and Melissa Sawyer, co-heads of S&C's corporate governance and activism practice, discuss shareholder proposal trends prevalent in the 2021 proxy season. Today, they explore trends in social and political proposals, with a focus on proposals related to human rights, racial justice, employee related diversity, equity and inclusion, and others.
1: Given the large number of environmental, social, and political proposals, we are going to talk about environmental proposals and social-political proposals separately for the first time, now truly having three categories of proposals, E, S, and G, all separately discussed. That allows you to understand more clearly the differences and the drivers year over year. For example, you'll see that environmental proposals increased more significantly than any other category of proposal, even though it represented only about 15% of all submissions. That was driven by a dramatic 75% increase in proposals related to climate. On the other hand, social political proposals increased less dramatically, but became the largest of the three categories. Social capital management is a large piece of that, although not the majority. But employee-related diversity, equity, and inclusion was a dramatic increase as well, almost 100%, and is now 30% of this group.
0: First of all, what is this category? I think that the social, the S, and the ESG continues to be a large mixing pot of a lot of different issues. For example, in this past proxy season, this category would have covered shareholder proposals related to racial justice, diversity, human rights, political contributions and lobbying, and a wide range of other topics as well. These topics don't arise in a vacuum. They don't come out of nowhere. They're very much informed by the social and political movements of the day. So, of course, in 2021, as Mark mentioned, some of the big influences were the racial justice protests that swept through the U.S. in the wake of the killing of George Floyd. And the attention paid to political contributions largely followed the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol in January and was buoyed by the focus on legislative efforts related to voting rights. So these topics that are in the paper every day are also affecting what we're seeing during proxy season. A lot of these social and political proposals are fundamentally requests for the board or the company to prepare reports or enhance their disclosures on the topics underlying the proposal. I think the theory of the proponents is that having Asked for the report or the enhanced disclosures, perhaps you cause these topics to start shaping the board's agenda or senior management's agenda, and it, it gains more prominence within the organization through that avenue. At the same time, because a lot of these proposals can be satisfied through providing enhanced disclosures, we also saw record high withdrawal rates for these proposals, of them were withdrawn in 2021 compared to only 12% in 2020. And I think those withdrawal rates are largely attributable to issuers agreeing to provide those disclosure enhancements, and therefore the proponents agreed to withdraw the proposals. For the proposals that actually did go to a vote, we did see a slight uptick in the support levels for the proposals in many categories, with an especially large jump in shareholder support for proposals related to employee diversity, equity, and inclusion. We also saw higher numbers of those DEI-related proposals, as well as political contribution proposals, actually passing this year when they went to a vote. I will also say, just as an aside, we saw issuers having less success with getting proposals, these types of proposals excluded through the no action letter process. And I think anecdotally, that's because proponents have become more adept at threading the needle and targeting their proposals at relatively narrow demands that are difficult to exclude through substantial implementation arguments while at the same time positioning those topics as important social policy concerns that are difficult to exclude on ordinary business grounds. One big category of these proposals falls under the umbrella of human rights and racial justice proposals. And those are really two different things. We saw 12 companies receive requests for racial equity audit proposals And these seem to be especially popular for banks and companies in the financial services industry. And we saw 17 companies receive requests for human rights due diligence procedurals. The levels of shareholder support for these proposals varied a little bit, but I think we'll continue to see more of these in 2022. And so we'll have more data points next year as well. As I said, the big category, the big story in 2021 were these employee-related DEI proposals. 47% of these proposals focused on asking issuers to disclose their EEO-1 reports. Many, many companies secured withdrawals of these proposals just by agreeing to disclose those EEO-1 reports. And I think companies' willingness to do so probably accelerated when State Street put out an announcement saying that they supported this type of proposal. They expected to see this data disclosed publicly. I will say that the way that companies are disclosing the information varies from issuer to issuer. But many are simply putting up the raw data somewhere linked on their websites, and in some cases, including some commentary about whether they actually use that data for any sort of internal management purposes. For some companies, the EEO-1 categories, which were designed in the 1960s and are quite archaic, the categories don't really make sense. For example, for a lot of tech companies... But I think companies have taken the view that if shareholders are demanding that the data be disclosed, they'll make it available to them. In addition to those EEO1 proposals, we did see a lot of other types of DEI-related proposals, which received high levels of support. In some cases, those proposals are asking companies to disclose specific types of retention data for diverse employees, for example. That may be different than what the company is using internally to track its DEI successes and failures, but the proponents have a view about how the issuer should be defining success, essentially. I think we're going to continue to see more of this in 2022. Another topic that really wasn't so much on the agenda in 2021, but I think could be on the horizon in 2022, just from monitoring social media and buzz about it is the topic of caregiving support for employees. There are quite a few efforts underway right now to draw attention to the needs of particularly female employees to have caregiving support in order to perform their job functions at an optimal level. And this is a topic that could show up in the 148 space in 2022. The last category of social proposals that I wanted to touch on is the political spending and lobbying proposals. Here, there was a continued downward trend in the absolute number of these proposals, but shareholder support for these proposals continues to tick up. And most of these proposals are requesting that issuers provide more granular disclosure about which political candidates which trade groups, which lobbying organizations are receiving their political dollars. Anecdotally, I can say that a lot of companies have been reevaluating their political contribution policies, particularly in the wake of the insurrection at the Capitol. Of course, we saw quite a few companies suspend political contributions entirely, at least for some period of time following those events and i think that a lot of boards of directors are paying very close attention to their policies in this regard so that we are starting to see some changes on the issuer side about how they approach these issues and it'll be interesting to see if that impacts the number of proposals in 2022 thank you for listening to snc critical insights for more information about snc's coverage of proxy season please visit us on the web at www.solcrom.com